If you wanna be somebody, if you wanna go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. Hey, and welcome back once again to the PLP podcast with your boy Carlos D. And your girl Chris Day. With the brown teeth. <laughs> Thank you guys once again for coming back and joining us for episode 51. If our episodes was a person's life, we will be more than almost halfway dead. You can find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find great podcasts. Do me a quick favor. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Spread the word. We're just two broke, ugly, independent podcasts. Mm-mm. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I am true, rich true. and beautiful. We won wealthy, good-looking man. And then an ugly broke chick doing a podcast for the people, just for the love of the game. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us the POP podcast on Instagram. And then you can also send us those emails if you want to at the to at the POP podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, we man. Gonna, we, we, oh, go ahead. You got something to say? No, I'm just saying episode fifty one in his house. I'm excited excited for this episode in particular but um yeah. as usual we don't have like a real outline so go ahead what were you gonna say i was about to say you still got your uh your main out like um mufasa so I, know yes. you probably, I heard your audition for the lion king i heard your audition for nala <laughs> but beyonce beat you out <laughs> so yes I, i'm still growing up my locks um but I actually might try to and i said this last time but this is a real thing like i've had my locks for almost 17 years and I've cut them I cut them like three or four years ago and now I really feel like I'm tired of them and I don't want them anymore so I am playing with the idea of actually cutting them off without having to comb them out from the bottom so what I would do is just grow out my roots not get them retwisted and just cut the lock off and then just have like a short natural hair style which I really really want to do but I'm also scared because I feel like I don't know what I'm going to look like. And these, so you, and these locks are not, I don't think I would want to reattach them because there are, you know, places you can go to reattach your locks if you, you know, cut them off and want to put them back on. But mine just ain't it. So, but I, I'm embracing my little nappy roots. I like it. I like it. I like it. So, this is where I am. Stop I, I trying to tear a sister down. I got the Shut up. If you want me to I don't up. know why you got any I don't know I why you got any. The locust season with the deep wave. Mr. Clean looking ass. I'm going to give you the locust season with them deep waves. You be looking like Jay-Z Whatever. in uh, 96. That's when he was okay. recording Reasonable Doubt. Mm-mm. All right, that's cool. cool, cool. Dun, uh, dun. Know what we haven't done in a while? All right, stop. Pay attention to the show, please. I am. Stop singing and going around. I'll be done... good, good. Are you going to say... Job serious or should I or should I hang up on you? <laughs> Don't hang up. Continue. Uh, some we haven't know about. We're gonna do a quick overreaction on all about something we were just talking about. There's uproar over Taylor Swift's performance at 
what was it, the Billboard Music Awards? She mm-hmm. came out. I didn't see it. I don't watch award shows. I don't watch Billboard Music Awards. I don't give a damn about no music awards. But apparently she came out with a marching band. And people are all up, especially black people, especially black Twitter, is all up in arms over the fact that Taylor Swift brought out a marching band. And they say she's copying your queen because you have admitted to being part of the beehive in the last two weeks. Performance at um, not even Coachella, Baychella. Mm-hmm. Do people be offended? Are they just finding her offensive to be offended by Taylor Swift's and calling her mayonnaise music and calling her a big bucket of mayonnaise and mayo cella and all this type of stuff? Are they just well, finding their, their I would say yes, because she is. I, you know, I technically, I actually don't care for Taylor Swift. And it's not just because, um, you know, she is apparently imitating Beyonce. Call her all the names you want just because I don't like her, but Beyonce did not invent the marching band or a glittery leotard or, you know, half the other stuff that she did at um, Coachella, which I didn't even see the Beyonce at Coachella thing. But, like, the girl has a right to... y'all. If y'all know that she biting um, Beyonce's... I mean, well, not if, if y'all know. Y'all know she's biting Beyonce, deal with it, whatever. It's not a big deal. And then, two isn't imitation the biggest form of flattery? Like, get over it. Just get over it. Like, nobody really cares. So, but I didn't even know the Billboard Music Awards was still a thing, let alone that she was performing. Um, I wonder what song she sang. Well, actually, no, I don't. I don't care. So... <laughs> I know that you were like really up in arms about it as well because Taylor is your number one fan. I mean, you're her number one fan. Are you done? I'm done. I'm finished and I'm done. I don't know nothing about no Taylor Swift. I don't listen to any of her music. I don't watch her perform at any award show. The last time I heard of Taylor Swift was when Kanye uh, said he was going to let her finish. He had something to say. And that also oddly involved Beyonce. So that was the last I heard of the chick. I don't know. I know she's very popular with young teeny boppers and certain demographics, but not this this brother. I don't know nothing about her. Uh, as far as people being upset about her, I don't, I mean, I think they kind of overreacting because they act like Beyonce invented the world, basically. And anything Beyonce does, nobody else should be able to do anything even similar to. Did she mm-hmm. feel her style? Probably. I mean, you, you never seen her with a macho man before, and then all of a sudden, uh, Beyonce. Well, I guess Beyonce did the, the, the macho man thing over a year ago, though. This was the last year's Coachella, and they just had Coachella again. But I guess right. the, the documentary just came out. The DVD, not the DVD, the documentary just came out. So people, which was like a week or two ago. So now they're saying that she really, really biting her hard, and she probably is. Um, people have been biting, you know, black styles since the beginning of music. Doesn't make it right. They should dig in her butt. They should tear her ass up if they feel like tearing her up. But is it the end of the world? Is it a big deal to me personally? No. So I'm going to say people just overreacting and they can dial it back. But that's also because I hate Beyonce's fans. I like yeah. Beyonce. I think she's cool. I like a lot of her songs. I like uh, some of the things she's done. I think she's a great one of the best artists, if not the best artist of our current time. Um, but her fans make you want to not like her because they just be over the top with it. And it, and to me, you know, no offense to people who listen to this who are part of the Beehive, you love Beyonce, that's cool. But y'all got to tone it down, man. Y'all be blowing people with this over-the-top admiration Worship. like the girl is. You, you think she would have walked on water. 
the way that right. they, they, they kind of talk about her. So uh, I'm cool with it, though. Tara, I don't like Ted Swift, so Tara, but uh, chill on the Beyonce. She great. We we admit we get it. Y'all right. don't have to she, kill other she is people. definitely not threatened by Taylor. So don't think Taylor is coming for her coins or position at all because it'll never happen. Beyonce, so. a grown woman, she can she can fight her own battle. She don't need y'all to beat up everybody who even does anything that looks at her or looks at her funny or says something weird about her. Y'all be going over the top. So just like dial it back, dial it back if you can. Pump the brakes. Yeah. So I guess I had a little overreaction or not as well. And that was this whole um, Caster Semenya. I think I'm saying her, I'm probably butchering her last name, but the female um, athlete who you guys may have seen in the news recently that um, she has been ordered to take um, a hormone to suppress the amount of testosterone, testosterone in her body in order to continue to compete. Um, among other women or just compete in general. And, you know, people, again, are up in arms about this. And, you know, rightfully so, because first of all, testosterone occurs in both women and men. So we can't, who's to say that there's a certain normal range or that her, her range is so abnormal that it needs to be controlled. And then two, if y'all gonna do this to her, I need y'all to test everybody else that's running in races for every single other type of hormone or anything going on in the body and measure how that might influence their performance well. Because, you know, they have really singled out this this young lady and it's got to be like horrible for her because this is like the second big thing that's kind of happened that I remember about her. Because when I think a few years back, it came back like whether or not, you know, what her true gender was and to be like in your early 20s when you're still trying to figure out who you are and um and all that stuff and for your face to be plastered across the news talking about are you a man or a woman like that's got to be devastating and then to be told by a court well in order to compete as a woman i need you to take these drugs it's just it just doesn't make any sense and then how can you, you know, say that that hormone is an unfair advantage when you have people who are seven feet tall playing basketball or you have, I saw something about Michael Phelps apparently has some type of condition where lactic acid doesn't build up as quickly in his muscles, which is why he's such a great swimmer. So y'all not trying to medicate them or y'all not trying to cut out people from other sports who may have perceived advantages. So why are y'all targeting this this young black girl? And I know the answer is because she's a young black girl and y'all don't care about black women. But it's just, it's really, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I hope that she continues to fight and that you know, she ultimately does not have to take a drug in order to compete. I, I, that's just that's just how I feel about it. Oh yeah, you sent me that story, and um, I had heard about this woman's story from a few Olympics ago, um, where they were you know there were allegations that she was possibly intersex, or they made her do some gender verification things and stuff like that. Um, to me, if if, it, if your body is producing a natural, she's not taking any type of artificial supplements or anything like that, then you can't like punish her for something that her body does naturally. So I don't understand their ruling or the fact that they said she has to be at a certain level if this is something her body naturally produced. They verify she's a woman. They still let her compete with women. Then there should not be any type of thing just because your body naturally produces things. 
like you said about like Michael Phelps, if if my body made it so that uh, I had bigger lungs or I could hold my breath long in water or something like that naturally and I didn't do anything to artificially do it, then I don't see why I, as the athlete, would be punished for the action. And that seems what they're doing to this particular woman. Um, so I don't like it. I don't think it's cool. Uh, uh, I don't. I mean, what we can do about it, I don't know, because they made their ruling. Hopefully, she just keeps you know fighting and continuing and dominating her sport like she's been doing. She's a for people that know she's a long distance runner, mainly eight hundred. Well, not technically long distance. It's still technically uh, eight hundred meters is the lowest level of like sprints. I guess she runs that, and then she runs like a fifteen hundred meter. Um, and boom, winning gold medals, kicking ass, and destroying it. So hopefully, she'll just keep doing it. And whatever they do to try to suppress her won't stop her from still competing and tearing these people up. Because then they'll have no excuse for their whining and their complaining. Exactly. Exactly. So, th- I think, yeah, we haven't done overreaction and all in a really long time. So, um, yeah. Big uh, news. Big news. We've been, we've been busy. All right, let's get into the show, man. Let's get into the meat of the show. This is something we have done on the show uh, way back in episode 33. So, over t- almost 20 episodes ago. We Do did this similar format. Me. We did this similar format. Um, full disclosure, I stole this idea from the read the first time I did it. They did a show very similar to this, and I thought it was very cool. So I decided to uh, adopt it for our show. And it's something that we'll do every once in a while. Uh, this is the second time ever we're going to do it. But it's just a, it's a questions game. It's just where we ask each other questions. We both ask the questions, then we both have to give our answers to the question. Some of them may be serious, some of them may be goofy, some of them may be hypothetical. It's just all in fun to get our idea about just random, goofy, general things that may be going on. Uh, so you got about a list of four or five questions or five to seven questions. I don't know how many questions you got exactly. We'll go through as many as we want to until we feel like stop doing it. I got about five or six, too. And then we'll just have some fun, go kind of back and forth. Do you remember okay. the last time? Any, yeah, yeah. Any th- I remember. Any, anything you remember? To me, yes. my most memorable was when I well, told my most embarrassing eat? story from uh-huh. the first time. It was when I uh, accidentally pulled my pants when I was yeah. taking the bus to junior high school. I think one of my most memorable ones was um, oh, talking about the Lion King movie and how that was my favorite movie. And then um, talking about what I would be like if if I was in jail, what I would be arrested for? Like, what would my family think I'll be arrested for? And I think it was like knocking, you know, hitting somebody, putting my hands on somebody. So, and also Mm. what I remember, and that is because I did do a little bit of, you know, refreshing that episode, episode 33, we opened it up talking about the death of Aretha Franklin. And here we have lost John Singleton at the, you know, during this, not during this episode, but as we're about to record this episode, and then also during the last episode, we talked about Madonna and her fake tribute to Aretha. And then here we have Taylor Swift and her uh, basically biting Beyonce. So just a couple of parallels between episode 33 and episode 51. But as usual, my questions, you know, you're a little bit more goofier than me. So all mine ain't that goofy, but I think we still going to have fun. So yeah, they, you want to start? Gotta be goofy. They can be yeah. silly, they can be goofy, whatever. Oh yeah, recipes to John Singleton because we speaking of John Singleton, we just talked about him when we did the nineties black movies. We did. When I said Boys the Man was my number one movie. Um, Boys Boy, I said Boys the Man. Boys in the Hood was my number one black nineties film. And he directed I, I never realized he was like twenty one or twenty two when he did that. Dang. When I was really? twenty one, twenty two, I could barely get up uh to still go to picking your nose. I was still drinking semi lack and this man was directing an odd 
a movie that got nominated for Oscar. So rest rest in peace. Uh, he did a lot of good stuff, and you know, another one that lo- we lost too soon. Yeah, definitely. Well, we gonna go ladies first. Ladies first. Give me the first question. All right, my first question is about food, of course. Let's say you have you woke up from a coma after twenty years. What's the first meal that you would eat or request to eat after you woke up from this coma? 20, 20 years in a damn coma. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going with a steak, steak well seasoned, medium rare, with a baked potato and some broccoli, steamed broccoli on the side. Classic manly meal. That's what I want, and that's what I'm gonna do, which is something you're never supposed to do. I'm gonna want a little ketchup on the side. You're mm-hmm. not supposed to put ketchup on the steak. That's against the rules. But sometimes I like a little ketchup on the steak. You know, fight me about it. If you got a problem with beat me up. What my <laughs> come see me. <laughs> I have never done that. Put ketchup on steak, but I A1 sauce on French fries is the bomb, I must say. Do you do A1 on steak? Uh yeah, sometimes. I don't really I mean, honestly, a, a, a perfectly good steak, a good piece of meat, you don't really have to put nothing on it. You don't have to put no steak sauce, you don't have to put nothing. But normally, you know, before I was is a millionaire. Oh, excuse me, I didn't mean to say that. Before I was mm-hmm. wealthy like I am now. I'm broke. I'm broke. Um, I couldn't afford a good cut of meat, so sometimes you need to have that catch up because it was a little tough. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. I think for me, to keep it simple, it's probably going to be like some pizza from Lito's or like some good old spaghetti and garlic bread with a whole bunch of sauce on my spaghetti. That's probably... Or, But you know what? I also have a big sweet tooth. So it will be it will be all these things. I've been asleep for 20 years. I haven't been eating real food. I want all of that. I want my pizza. I want my wings. I want my spaghetti and garlic bread. And I want some ice cream from Cold Stone. That's what I'm eating the first thing. And the reason I asked that one is because I saw a story the other day about this woman, I think in like Afghanistan or Pakistan, um, had was in a coma for like 27 years and she woke up. Like she just woke up and was calling her son's name. I'm like, that's crazy, 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 crazy. So, you know, I wonder. Anyway, so that's the, the genesis of that question. Your turn. I got a question real quick. When you uh, make spaghetti at home, do you cook the noodles in the sauce or do you just dump the sauce on after the fact? So I cook the noodles in boiling water and I cook my sauce in a separate pan with the meat. And I each time I eat the spaghetti, I put my I measure out my sauce and put it over top of the thing. I don't mix my spaghetti noodles, my spaghetti with the meat sauce. I do not do that. I do not mm. do that. Well, I, so remind me never to have your spaghetti because that shit probably bl- dry, bland, and not very tasty. So no, thank you, it, ma'am. No, how, how is it? You putting your own sauce on it, so how is it dry or bland? You you still mm-hmm. mix it up in the end anyway. No, no, like, you need to. This is what you need. Do you of course you boil the noodles, but then you make the sauce on the side with the meat and all that. But then when the noodles are done, like they dump and boil, you dump the noodles in the sauce, stir it all up, and mix it up and let it simmer for about another five to ten minutes. That's how you really get the flavor. No, I don't know. I don't like mine like that, but well, that's, that's why your man called me and told me he didn't like spaghetti night. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. All right. So was that your official question or? No, no, no. That was just a little follow up off of your job. My question is going to be this, bro. This. This. And this this is something that I heard on another podcast, too. Uh, Everyday Ignorance podcast. They they did this hypothetical. If it was a, if it was a, it was a side of a cliff 
You was on you was on the side of the cliff. Your mama was in one thing, and a a billion dollars was in the other thing, and you can only save one: your mama or the billion dollars. Which one would you pick? I'm gonna save my mama. And that's my mama. Money can't replace my mama. I would never be able to live with, no amount of money in the world would I be able to live with knowing that I took it and let my mother fall to her death. So, I mean, that's not even that's not even a hard question to answer. Right. So, and then possibly, you know, with, you know, also having my mother alive, having a second brain to help me figure out how we're going to go collect those billion dollars down at the bottom of that cliff. That's the smart thing to do because you get your money and your mama in the end or at least some of that money in the end. Mm-hmm. Nah, y'all, ain't, y'all, ain't, y'all ain't made a billion dollars by now. Y'all ain't making no billion dollars. So you forget that idea. We're going to find it on the bottom of the cliff. You No, no. You can't have wits. both. You That's not cheating the game. You been I'm cheating not, the game all the time. You mad because I'm thinking outside of the box. Like, stop. Just because you, you answered the money. Disrespecting your mother like that. <laughs> she did. All right. All right. What would you do? And you what did they say on the other podcast? If you'll shut up, I'll explain it. Like, literally, everybody on the other podcast said, take the money. It was like, their mama lived a good long life. They gonna, like, it was like, they gonna do all, all types of stuff. They gonna get her name tattooed, a picture of her tattooed across their chest or their back. Oh, they gonna buy. And every time they spend the money, they gonna think of their mama. Uh, me, I'm with you. Like, my, you know, and I was thinking about it like this. Like, you know, our mothers are women of a certain age. I think they're the same age or born in the same year at least. And I was thinking they have lived, if you're thinking about the average lifespan, lifespan about 80% of the life that they're going to live. So I was thinking about that. I was factoring inside the decision. I was like, because my mom lived a good long life. She didn't raised all her kids. All her kids is grown. And a billion dollars is a lot of money. But I can't let my mama die with no money. I, I, I would, I'll be miserable. And not even miserable because my mom is like passed away. I, I mean, I'd be sad that she passed away. But if it's something I can save her life, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to let her die. I will be mad as hell then as soon as I didn't get the billion dollars and the next day she get hit by a bus something though, like that. I, I'd be pissed. Ciao. You're a mess. You're a mess. All right. All right. Fair, fair. Okay. What is, we both know how much you love work. What is a job that you think you would be terrible at? Like you just would not be able to perform or do? A job I will be bad at. Probably a million uh-huh. jobs out. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 oh, um, wait staff. Any type of serving job. Anything where I gotta interact with the public and serve them or how my, my, my uh income depends on like being positive or nice to people, I know I will fail at that. So I can mm-hmm. never be I can never be a waste. That's why I stopped at that's why I stopped, uh, I hated doing retail and I did, had to do retail back in the day. When I was just like trying to make some money and stuff, because it was like too hard for me to be nice to people on a con- on a consistent and regular basis. I was gonna say because you don't like people. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, it's gonna be like like a stand up comedian. Like I cannot do that. Number one, because I, I can't tell a joke or like a story in a in a manner that makes sense. So I won't be able to make people laugh. And I think I will be a terrible teacher because I don't, it's hard for me to, like the way I understand something is the way I understand it. And I can only teach from that, from what, how I know it. Like I wouldn't be able to break it down and like make it relatable to like multiple people. So comedian, couldn't do it. Teacher, 
couldn't do it. And then plus, I don't think I would have the patience either for for kids. I don't I don't care how how old they are. Um, you know, some people were like, oh, kindergartners, or I like third graders, or I like eighth graders. And it's like, yo, that's really specific. I, I I couldn't do it at all. So, yeah. You are one of the worst storytellers of all time. I am, and I've said that a couple of times on this on this thing on this podcast. I think it's because I overthink, and I feel like, yeah, I overthink, and it's better when I write it out rather than trying to speak it. So it, it makes sense when it's written out. Just like my little, you know, proposal to Key and Peel. That would have been a fly skit, man. Like. The little smoke, the smoke, uh, smoke screen skit kit. Uh, but anyway, you are a little mumble mouth ass somebody. Say that again. I said you a mumble mouth somebody. You don't know how to just tell a story quick, sink, get to the point. You ramble on and on. You never know when to end it. So you were not a good storyteller. You definitely you know are what? not funny. So you wouldn't be a comedian. Um. All right. Don't be trying to tear me down now. But. Whenever you call me mumble mouth, I always thought you meant that I'm not, you can't understand what I'm saying, but you're just saying I'm talking too much. So I've not, I never knew that. I'm like, why does he always say that I'm a mumble mouth? Because I keep, I think of the dude from, um, what's his face? Hey, hey, hey. And his friends. That um, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, do I sound like that dude? So, and so mumble mouth doesn't even make sense. You need to find a new word to describe my rambling. Okay. Use a mumble mouth fool. You seem distracted over there. I'm distracted. I'm just calling you a mumble mouth fool because you're a mumble mouth fool. How is that distracted? Whatever. Next question. Is it my turn? Yes. All right. If you could be a part of one one single solitary sitcom family, which family would you choose and why? Ooh. Dang. I have to only choose one. So I'm gonna give you my short list really quickly. That would be Why? in no particular order. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Why every time I'm asking you a question, you always gotta have <laughs> fifty-five different options and not just ask the question. Because it's not just that straightforward. You need to go through my my thinking process. And then also I just really don't know. Because we didn't like share our questions with each other. So it's just like fresh off the top of the brain. So shortlist would be, ooh, that was another one. Okay, Cosby Show, um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Martin. I would say I would want to, ultimately, I would say Cosby Show because just that whole family dynamic, Cliff seemed like a great father. Claire was a dope mother. You had all the, you know, cool brothers and sisters. And it was just seemed like a big family. But Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is a runner-up because they had all that money, you know, living out in Bel-Air. And Martin, just because it seemed like it would have been fun to be, you know, just just a fun um, environment to be in. But ultimately, I would want to, you know, pretend like I was on The Cosby Show. Like, yeah, that would be my number one answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't sleep on, um, don't sleep on Heathcliff and Claire. They both had money, too. One was a doctor, one was a lawyer. They, they both had bread. yeah. Remember when Ooh, uh, Living Single uh, Vanessa, would have been a good one too. Well, we we talk about a part of a, a sitcom family, not necessarily just being on a sitcom. So there's oh, no family okay. on Living Single. There's no family well, on Mark. Well, and um, and what you call it were cousins. So, 
You done? I'm done. Yeah, as usual. Um, yeah, to me, I didn't think about the Cosby Show. I think the Cosby Show has been, pretty much been erased from my mind because Bill Cosby just kind of messed it up that people don't be thinking about the Cosby Show like that no. To me, it came down to either Family Matters or a Fresh Prince of Bel Air too. And I went with uh, I couldn't do I, family medicine like that would have been like a cool family to be in like a regular because it would have been like more closer to my regular life just like a regular working class family but I would have knocked Steve Urkel out I would have had to hit him with a two piece because he not gonna keep coming over our house breaking our stuff up crashing our house destroying our garage and our father hot, hot blood pressure all up Carl gonna mess around have a stroke we are gonna be widowed because Steve Harvey didn't Steve Harvey. I'm gonna go with uh, Fresh Prince because, like you said, they, they seemed like they had a lot of fun. I mean, they was rich. They had a butler. Come on now. Uh, uh, the parents was always loving and strong. They were strong and supportive, but they all, you know, they was also good disciplinary uh, disciplinarians. Uh, they showed a lot of love. The fact that they would bring in the niece. I'm the niece, the nephew. Uh, am I drunk tonight? What is wrong? Yeah, uh, no, I'm trying to figure uh, that out. The nephew of the of the mom's sister is still showing love and treating him like he's the son. Uh, that was a real um, emotional thing. And then just being around Uncle Phil, I feel like Uncle Phil would have been a dope, a dope dude just to be around, hang around, get that knowledge and, and the money from. Oh, you know what would have been another good one? A, well, no, it's not a family. Dang it! But whatever. But you know what? Here's the thing. I've heard people say that, or I read somewhere that Family Matters, Steve Urkel was like a guest on the show. Like he was going to be a neighbor that came over and he wasn't going to appear that many more times. But he like did so well and that the episode was just like so highly rated that they brought him back. So he was never really originally a part of Family Matters. Because if you think about it, the show should have been called, you know, my neighbor or you know something about a neighbor coming over because he was always over the house annoying the hell out of all of them but you know just just shows i guess his his star talent no that, that's true he definitely true. took over that show that's true so steve urkel was supposed to be like a one-time character and i guess he was just a hit and i think from what i'm saying if it wouldn't have been for him being a hit on that particular episode the show probably would have got canceled eventually so mm-hmm. it's like a, it's a it's like a mixed kind of balance because you end up getting nine years or ten years out of a show because the character basically saved it. But it also really changed the dynamic of the show from a show about a middle class kind of black family and, you know, just family life and dealing with growing up and stuff like that to a thing where you had a neighbor who was, you know, if it was just a nerd over fine, but when he started like inventing robots and inventing cool jeans and turning to Stefan Urkel and inventing time machines and all that type of weird stuff, it just got like too unbelievable it stopped being a part of the regular world and stop being about this family and stop right. being about this eccentric right. thing it's like similar to what happened with um good times mm-hmm. good times back mm-hmm. in the day i was just looking at a youtube video about with john amos and saying why he left good times because good times went from being about a family and all the different things going on with the family to jj just shouting dynamite all the time he was, was like kind of shouting up. dynamite all the time <laughs> john amos was jealous because i think but I think too because um, JJ JJ can't think of his real name. He compared to Esther Roll and John Amos. Esther Roll was like a, a trained 
actor. I don't know if classically trained or whatever is the correct term, but she was like, she was somebody. And so here you had like JJ on the show kind of buffoon and cutting it up. And he like stole the show from these like esteemed actors and actresses. And I think there was some like jealousy um, toward his character and that attention on the show as well. So, yeah, I mean, (laughs) he was running around (laughs) saying dynamite all the time. That's funny. That's funny. I mean, it's true. I mean, of course, we wasn't allowed all the times originally on, but if you watch a good time show, and if I was John Amos and that's the role, I mean, you got to look at it in, in a kind of a way, too, because it is, at one point, I'm pretty sure they didn't come to Jimmy Walker when he was like a young guy and say the show was based around you. The show did start off being about, you know, a poor family in the ghetto and the parents was the focal point. But then when he became like the hit guy, it started just turning him to being like a coony dude. And he, you know, wasn't saying dynamite every single second, but at least two or three times an episode, he gonna say dynamite. Right. So I understand right, that frustrations, and end up, end up, and ended up being with John Amos getting kicked off the show or being killed off. Well, and then too, I don't think either that you know JJ was like, I need to say, you know, those are the people in the writers' room who are up here saying, well, this is how black people act, and this is what they need to say. So part of it too was just like people writing lines for your show when it's not really relatable to what like a real black family in the ghetto would do. But I think we went off on a little bit of a on a tan. That was a good question, though. Good question. So, what's my? I got a couple of them written down here. <laughs> What okay? What lie do you tell most often? What lie do I tell most often? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, be lying. What I'm you be really lying about? Lying. I'm not really a big liar though, so I'm not. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what lie do I tell most often? I mean, probably something to do with work that I'm that I did something that I didn't really do, or like I, uh, you know, my boss will come and say, "Did you get this done?" And I'll say, "Oh, I tried to reach out to the person, or I left a couple of voicemails." Or I send an email, but I didn't really do it. But I, I mean, I'm not really. You don't normally just tell the truth when it comes to most things. It's like, what's the point? Like, at work, I'll lop a storm. I'm like, yeah, I did that. Oh, I called him. Yeah, I called him three, four times. But he ain't never answered the phone. You I'm be famous lying. for that one. Look at you. Bruh. See, there you go. I'm famous for, yeah, I called him. Left a message, too. Yeah, he won't call me back. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I so I'm not a big liar either. Like I, I'm just tell you what it is. But I think one time I was walking like to my car from work, and this guy was in a car, and he stopped, and he asked me what my name was, and I had a name tag on that said my actual name, but I made up a fake name, and I know he saw my name tag, but it wasn't until after I walked away. I was like, I know he knew I was lying, but like, I'll lie about like my name or like if, you know, whatever my situation is, like when people, when, you know, when men have like approached me or whatever, but like on a regular, like, what do I, that's probably like the regular thing that I might lie about. Or sometimes like, if I don't want to feel like if you, if we are having like a group conversation about something and they're like, oh, did you see that? Or did you, do you notice? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Just to go along with it. So they don't have to stop and like explain it to me. I'll just catch up later. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's it for me. That's funny. I, I had this, uh, one of my ex-girlfriends, uh, PBC, you know, same thing with you. People used to approach her on the street and, like, ask her what her uh, name was or try to talk to her or pick her up. And she, like, had her name tattooed on her, uh, her arm. <laughs> 
So like, she couldn't really lie about what her name is because it's like literally tattooed on the side of her arm. Um, and she got busted like a couple of times trying to give him a fake name when like she had it tattooed. Like, like, to me, I don't like that. What do you think about like? I'm not a big fan of women with like arm tattoos, like in their mm-hmm. biceps. I know a lot of, and you know, no offense to none of my uh, friends that I get because I, I got plenty of friends that got like tattoos on their arm area, their upper arm areas. I'm just not a big fan of that when it comes to like on a woman, and I'm not, I'm not sure why, but I'm not a big fan of tattoos in general. Mhm. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you see that a lot now. Like a lot, you know, everybody has tattoos everywhere. Like at my job, there's this, a couple of people with like full sleeves, and they be wearing short sleeves, and that just is what it is. But I actually want to get another tattoo on the back of my arm. But um, yeah, I don't even know if you had an initial question about that. But I think it's just a thing to do to to um, you know, it's, it's an. I don't want to call it a fad because you know, people have been having tattoos since the beginning of time in their own little ways, but you know, they can be, some of them can be really pretty and it's just a way to express yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But ladies, gentlemen, don't be getting tattoos of your name and then try to lie about it. Or you could just say, Oh, mm-hmm. that's my daughter mm-hmm. <laughs> or that's my son, <laughs> you know, lie and say you got kids or something. I don't know. Yeah. I think she may have started finally doing that too. Just saying, Oh, that's my daughter or my, my kid's name. Uh, but yeah, she she got busted a couple of times trying to tell them that her name was something that it wasn't when it's literally tattooed. And to me, I never understood that too. Why how would you get your own, own tat- name, name tattooed on you? Like you gonna I, get your name? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I never thought about that. I don't get that either. But... <sighs> Sorry, did I ask the last one or you asked the last one? Uh, um, I think I asked. What do you? Yeah, it's your turn. Alright. So we seen Keep some up. movies. Uh, yeah. Keep up, choke you, and keep up and choke your ass if you don't shut up. Which leads me to my next question. We've been watching the, uh, we seen some movies like Us uh, that had like double uh, doppelgangers in it, like people that look just like us. Um, and then I just was so. Did you see Avengers? The latest Avengers? No. All right. Well, the latest Avengers. Spoiler alert: Captain America fights himself, uh, a different version of himself. So that's my question to you. If it was a clone of you, or the Us doppelganger came up. Do you think you could beat yourself in the fight? I'm going to say no, because if I'm literally, and this is, uh, I'm literally fighting myself. So I know which moves I would be making. So I would be like, nobody would win because, and maybe I'm just overthinking that, but no, like it will be a draw because I would know what I'm about to do. I would know all my moves. You would not know what you're about to do though. Just because that person is your clone does not mean you, they would know what to do. And the, they would do the exact same thing with you on the situation. You also can't fight, so that's a, probably a problem. You've been beat up every time you try to fight anybody. <laughs> I have never been in a fight except for the one time I smacked a guy in the back of a neck, back of his neck. But I don't. I guess I don't understand the question. I don't get like, do you think you could beat yourself up? I don't know. What like do you? If, could you beat yourself up? It was a fist up? fight between. It was a fist fight. You and yourself was fighting. You were fighting yourself, a clone of yourself. Could you beat up your clone? I mean, it's not rocket science. It's a pretty simple concept. I don't understand well, why you don't understand it. Could I? Yes, I could, but I just don't. Anyway, I'm not. Do you shit believe on your you would beat yourself up? Yes or no? I already told you no because I think I would know all my moves. But continue. I answered so, the so question. Do you, think do you think your clone would beat you then? It's no, no. You can't say it's a draw. Would you win or would your clone win? Yeah, I feel like I'm being judged for my answers. 
So I'm just going to say what I've already said. It will be a draw, man, because I don't understand. I don't understand. This ain't like, no I would... damn uh, professional boxing match. <laughs> it's a hard no question. A draw, a street fight. It ain't no draw, no street fight. It's a free fight. Oh, oh, my God. Well, that's why I can't put up with you, man. You answer your your own question. Let's hear your rationale for whether or not you can beat up your your tethered person. I mean, it will be a tough, tough fight, but I think I will win in the end. I think it'll be a tough fight. He'll probably give me with a couple of hits, but I probably will like get him by the end with my um classic move. I, I invented a move back in the day. It's I it's called the beat up Alvin because I use it to beat up this guy named Alvin. Um, so I'm gonna use that move to defeat myself, even though I know I'm part. You're right. I probably wouldn't know that I'm gonna try to go for the beat up Alvin, oh, but I still want to find a way to finesse it to get into the beat up Alvin and beat mm-hmm. Shout out to Alvin if you listen to this. I, I whooped your boy. You should have never threw my paper on the ground, or did I throw paper on the ground? Somebody threw somebody's paper on the ground, and that that led to a brawl, and I had to take them down. Mm. Over a sheet of paper, somebody's homework. I tell you, serious stuff, man. All right, another silly question. Okay. Do you refrigerate any of the following items I am about to list? <laughs> Ketchup, syrup, peanut butter, and Parmesan cheese, the powdered kind. Do you refrigerate those items? I personally do not refrigerate any of those items. Really? You why would I? You talking about the hard cheese that you like sprinkle on top of pizza? Mm-mm. The kind, the powdered kind that's in the little jar that you shake out onto your pizza. The Parmesan I, cheese. I literally just said that, and you just said no. Uh, no, I thought you said listen? the hard kind. No, you said that. Let me finish. You said the hard kind, so you know it can. It's like a block of cheese where you can shave it off. I'm talking about the kind that was like in the jar already. That's in a plastic. I don't like Kraft does it, and it's powdery. That's the kind I was referring to. So when Lord, you said hard, give me the strength. Talking give about the strength, the strength. The strength. Lord, give me the strength. Give him the understanding as well while you're at it. Lord no, God. Are you, are you supposed to refrigerate that cheese? I'm just asking because I already know that, that you don't refrigerate ketchup. And I do. But I refrigerate all those things that I listed. And I think pe- some people are like, some people don't. You know, people have opinions and stances on that. But I'm like, with the ketchup, I don't care. Like, the temperature is not going to bother me. With syrup, you can all you always heat it up anyway to pour it over your waffles or your pancakes. Peanut butter, I refrigerate it because I get the kind that has oil in it. I mean, like the natural peanut butter, so it'll separate and be all nasty and melty. So I just put it in the refrigerator. And then Parmesan cheese because it tells you to refrigerate it. So that's what I do. I follow instructions. So I put it in the refrigerator. But I've been finding that sometimes it's wound up in the cabinet and I got to switch it back to the refrigerator. Like, who was putting this shit in the cabinet? (laughs) It belongs in the refrigerator. So. You got a ghost in your house. I got a ghost in my house. Yeah, but I hate when people refer to ketchup. I know it makes the ketchup last a little bit longer, but cold ketchup is just not hitting. It don't do nothing for me. It's not hitting. It doesn't hit the food right. And you can't warm up ketchup because it will it will cook. Ketchup is not like syrup where you can like heat up syrup in the microwave. You heat up ketchup in the microwave, it's going to cook the ketchup. So I'm not a fan. But okay, yeah. All right. So that was my silly question. Yeah, pretty much if it doesn't say keep refrigerating on the item or refrigerate after use, or refrigerate after open, and I don't put it in the refrigerator. 
What about jelly? I just say I don't know. I don't. I don't really eat jelly or nothing. No. Any uh, jelly I get, I get out the packets. Hmm. When I go to get my little, McDonald's. my little um, McDonald's, my little sausage biscuit, or when I go to Chick Fil A, my chicken biscuit. A chicken biscuit is so good. Not, you put jelly on your plain biscuit or your chicken biscuit? Chicken biscuit. Really? See, I'll get the salt, the little chicken nugget sauce to go on my Chick Fil A breakfast biscuit, but not jelly. But anyways. All right, here we go. What about this one? Would you rather live for 60 years, guarantee 60 years, but never be able to leave the house or live for only 10 more years, but you can go wherever you want to go? So wait, so me saying that from this point on, live, live an additional 60 years, but can't leave the house or live an additional 10 years from this point on and be able to go wherever I want? Uh, that's a really good question because I'm like with technology and like I don't know some like virtual reality headphone um, a headset that I could maybe get to make it seem like I'm anywhere I want to be I could do that but then it would be nothing like experiencing the real thing being able to do it and having 10 years to dedicate to it but then because in the no, 10 years, you don't have to go to work anymore. You, you can just explore for 10 years. And then I die after that? Die. The 10-year the um, anniversary, May, May, in 10 years, in May, say, for anybody that's interested, is May 2nd, 2019. Mm-hmm. So on May 2nd, 2029, you die. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think no. I, well, see, either way, you would know your end date, right? Because 60 years... But then it's like, it's so, it's so much the way that's a hard question. Because then, wow, you're just wasting away in a house for 60 years. I guess I would go with um, 10 years and be able to go wherever I want. Yeah, that yeah. is tough one. Because it's like, okay, 60 years, I'm in the house. I get to experience the world. I get to know about the outside world. I still got the internet. I still got my friends can still come over and hang out. But never being able to leave, I would go nuts if I couldn't leave the house for 60 short days. I mean, 60, uh, 60 years. So Shoot, I would take my chances. Sixty straight days. Yeah. Yeah. I would take my chances, take my ten years, and just die at the end of the ten years. But at least I get to see more of the world and got to have adventures and activities outside of the house. Being in the house what straight if, for sixty straight years, hell no. What if you had an RV? Can I do that? I would augment my answer. I had a little um, little travel. You, you can RV. do the RV, but you can't leave the RV. So even if you <laughs> drove the RV to Florida, you still have to stay inside the RV. Can I open the windows? Yeah, she's gonna open the window, but you can't put your, you can't put any part of your body outside the window. That would be torturous, though, to like go to like all these amazing spots and not be able. So yeah, it's still gonna be ten. That ten joint. All right, all right, my turn. I think I asked you this last podcast, but just go ahead and remind me what like what's your typical drink that you order when you go out? Like, what's tell the tell the listeners what your favorite drink is? What's your go to drink? It's not my favorite drink, but I drink a lot of vodka and sodas. Um, just because two things. One, I don't like I don't like the taste of it. I don't like the taste of vodka and soda. Um, but drink it in a in a fake attempt to get me not to drink so fast or drink so much. It doesn't really work. Um, most of the times. Um, so I, I normally want to draw, and plus it's less it's less calories, because I'm not mm-hmm. getting like a something that's full of sugar or you know a mixer that's full of sugar because it doesn't have any sugar in it. So normally I go to vodka soda just to kind of. 
you know, I don't, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of the taste of it, just to pace myself. Um, but lately, I've been drinking a lot of, if you're talking about lately, I've been drinking a lot of, like, whiskey Cokes or whiskey and ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for, I don't, yeah, for myself, I don't know, like, what's my thing that I always order? Like, I'm so, like, all over the place. Have, have you um still not had a drink for 40 days or whatever you said? Remember you gave up the drinking for a while? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still not. I'm on day 121. No well, you haven't had a drink this whole year, right? Correct. Correct. Well, on I like New Year's Day, like I drank the rest of that champagne that I had because somebody had, you know, just had to get it. Go ahead and get it out of my system. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think maybe I would say like I want something that's going to give the most impact and you don't need a whole lot of. So I would say maybe like a Long Island or something dark and Coke. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that would be my, my go to. Well, you know, you know. But, uh, yeah. All right, back to you, homie. Uh, somebody tried to give you a pill, right? And this pill uh-huh. could make you 25% more smarter than you are right now. But it will, rem- it will remove all the hair on your body. Including your eyebrows and everything. Would you take the pill? No. No, because sure? I, I mean... You're not that right. <laughs> Um, be nice. No, like I would be smarter, but then I would still be like I'll be like outcast and alien looking. So I'd rather be um as smart as I am now and have eyebrows. Final answer. Mm. Vanity wins out again, I guess. Vanity wins out. Yeah. I mean, oh, but you know what? If I was twenty five percent smarter, I could also invent how to get my hair back. So I guess you could wear a wig. Um, it and doesn't pay- in the body you couldn't wear a wig, but you just That's couldn't. And you could true. draw your eyebrows on, which I think you already do. I do, you know, you know, give myself a little boost. Uh, what would you do? Well, you already don't have no hair. No, I'm just joking. And you're already. Mm, You've been hitting me with the low blows all day. That's about your third <laughs> or fourth comment about my hair. Your third I'm or fourth just, one. Whatever you done told me, I was auditioning for Nala on The Lion King. That's a compliment. That's the Queen Beyonce's role. No, you trying to you trying to go in on my on my roots on my roots. She's looking a mess. See, there you go. Listen to him, y'all. Listen to him. All right, what would you do? Be smarter or lose all your hair? I mean, that is tough because I, I mean, the, the weird is I wouldn't have any facial hair or no eyebrows. Like the hair on my head, like I said, that John already on the low low half the time anyway. But not having no eyebrows or no mu- like no mustache and no goatee and all that, I probably will be keep the hair and just be. I mean, especially if I'm not getting dumber. The question is probably better phrased if you could, you also. Ha- but then that would be two things, two negatives. Like you can get the uh, 25% smarter, or if you keep your hair, you get 25% dumber. Mm-hmm. Then I would definitely lose the hair because I don't want to be dumb. Right. Hmm. All right, what's next, chicken head? What do you think, like, what's your claim to fame? What are you known for? Like, if somebody was like, oh, that's Carlos, blah, 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 Other blah, blah. Uh, um, yeah, I guess that's similar to another question I have is, what are you most likely to become famous for? So not including this wonderful podcast. What am I? I'm so, not really famous I'm a, I mean, or famous in the sense famous. of the world. I was in a newspaper once. 
even though they got my, I think I told the story too. They got my name wrong. They get they they uh, had my picture in the paper, but they used somebody else's name underneath it. So I I was still technically in the paper. All right, maybe that wasn't a good question because I don't feel like it this was. is going anywhere. But like, no, like among your friends, like, what are you known for? Like, are you known to like be the um, first one to you know get drunk at a party? Are you known to like be cracking jokes? Are you known to be sitting in a corner, wallflower, or like what? Like, what's your oh, what's like your calling card? Um, probably known for you know definitely known for being a. a one of the top drinkers that I've lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, known for mm-hmm. being, uh, once I'm drunk, loud and kind of crazy. Uh, so, yeah, that's I would say that. I would say that. Mm-hmm. I think mine is, and it's really weird, it's like, for some reason, people, like, among my friend group, it's like, I'm considered, like, the not a mom, but, like, the one who's going to kind of be that voice of reason and, you know, not going to be the one that's like, oh, let's ride through and bust this car up type of stuff. Like, I'm going to talk you down. But then, and I think that goes hand in hand with, I have people who are clearly older than me and they call me like Miss. They're like, okay, Miss, such, you know, Miss Christie. And I'm just like, I don't know why I always get that. Like, people just put the Miss in front of my name. And I, and I'm, I guess it's how I must carry myself, which I don't know. But I'm like, do I come off like I want that people have to call me Miss? Because I definitely correct them. Like, no, it's just Christy. Like, don't do that. But like a lot of place, you know, I just find people are like, oh, oh, that's Miss Christy. That's Miss, Miss, Miss. And I'm like, I don't know where old. that came from. That's just them calling you old. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, all right. I'm like, you're like my mother's age. You don't have to call me that, but it's cool. Oh, no, you talking about it's grown cool. people calling you Miss? Yeah, like 50, 60 years but, old. Calling but you not miss. like, but not like, oh, um, Miss Christie. Uh, you know, I'm not coming to work today. I'll be like, oh, hey, Miss Christie, or oh, there goes Miss Christie. You know, like I can't. I, you would just have to like hear hear it and see it as it happens. But I notice, have noticed that, and I don't know where it comes from because I'm like. It may just be the way I come off. I don't know. So. Alright. This one this is my last question right here. Kind of morbid. Kind of kind of morbid. Oh so god. If when you die. If when you die, right? When you die, hopefully many, many years from now, and, and somebody comes to you, you die, they, they come to you and they give you a choice. They say you can you got two options. You can either move you can either leave Earth. Not knowing what comes next, they don't tell you what happens if you leave Earth. It's possible that you nothing happens. You might just cease to exist. So you make take the choice of seeing what's next, or you can say I must. You can stay on Earth, but you are a ghost, and you have to wander around alone for eternity. Which would you pick? The unknown of the nextness, or stay on Earth as a ghost, but you're alone and can't interact with anybody else. Unknown, like what? I know that's like a no-brainer because ain't no point of being here if ain't nobody gonna know that I'm here and I can't interact with nobody. You'll still be so, alive. I mean, we're not alive, but you'll still exist. With the unknown, you may cease to exist. But how do I really exist if no one is helping to reinforce that I exist? If I can't talk, if they can't see me and I can't talk to them, how do I really know that I look, exist? Look, this ain't philosophy class. Yes, you it is. You exist. 
You gonna have a mind <laughs> and a consciousness, so you'll know it's still alive. This ain't no philosophy lesson. Well, I still, I still stand behind my answer. It's blue magic. I'm not, but um, it would be uh, the unknown, the unknown yeah. for sure. I have to agree with you. I rather take the we'll see what's next and just be uh, just alone for eternity, just just to be existing, but nobody to interact with. And I guess you can see the world. You can still probably watch TV or whatever, but it'll probably be boring as hell. So I'm going to take the risk of maybe. You got any more, Chief? One more. I'm going to close it out on a high note. Nate, what's something good that's happened to you over the past month? Something like really great, happy, you were excited about? Or good, positive? Positive, positive. Um, oh, well, I mean, we talked about this offline, but I, I could possibly be getting another job, which I have been wanting quite a little bit. So um, that's looking very positive, and it might be a little bit of extra coinage in it for me. So that's probably the most positive thing that has happened to me in the last month that I can think of. Yay! How much of purchase? <laughs> me? I got a check in the mail unexpectedly from... Yeah, I got a check in the mail unexpectedly the other day. So... I think I'm going to like either treat myself and get my nails and stuff done or just buy something like really expensive that I probably don't need, but wouldn't have bought if I didn't have this extra little bit of cash in my pocket. Or take your PLP out to Red Robin. Oh, we haven't been there forever. That would be good. That would be good. People sleep on Red Robin, man. Endless endless fries be hitting them wedges. They, they, They good. The burgers is decent. They got some decent little drinks, little cocktails that you can sip on. So thank you for taking me to Rare Robin in the future. All right. All right. I got you. I got you, Slim. Uh, yeah, let's get up out of this jump. Uh, once again, thank you guys for anybody who's listening. You know, we appreciate that. Next year. Next year. Damn. Next episode is the big two-year anniversary of our podcast. We have been doing this since May of 2017, and next year will be our two-year anniversary. So, you know, if you mess with us in the past or have listened to any of our shows before, please come back and listen to our big two-year anniversary episode and show us a little bit of love. You know what you can do? You can always find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts, where we find great podcasts. Uh, you can like, review, subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at the POP Podcast. If you feel so inclined to do so, to help us, wish us a happy anniversary. You know, send us an email to the POP podcast at gmail.com. Any final words, last things to say? Mm, no, um, no, no, but episode two, um, yeah, no, I'm like really mumbling right now, losing my stuff. But I just want to just say um, a special message and shout out to my family. We did, um, you know, lose a family member over the last uh, week and a half ago. And just everybody stay strong. And Brittany, we love you. Thank you. Yeah. Rest in peace. I met her only one time, very briefly, but she was very energetic and it seemed like a lot of fun, like the life of the party. So uh, my condolences to the family. Rest in peace. Um, on that note, I have been Carlos D. And this is your girl, Christy. See ya!